My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. I'm Sky. And today, since it's February, we're going to talk about love. Uh, More specifically, romantic comedies, a ever-popular genre, uh, easy to find in the K-drama world. What uh, so? What does everyone sort of look for in a rom com? What are what are your what do you want when you watch something? In a rom com, I want it light. Mm. I want fluffy. I want it to be just easy. I don't want to have to. I don't want to say think too much because I I don't mind a little bit, mm. but I don't need a um. There doesn't need to be a, a horrible serial killer plot <laughs> or <Tragic> story. <laughs> like I just I don't need that. It, it can just be cute. Just like have the meat cute and jump from there. Like there mm. doesn't, I don't, I don't need for there to be a horrible stepmother or mother-in-law or whatever who's going to rip them apart in the third For act. episodes. Oh, mm-hmm. like I just, I just oh, you don't, you don't like seeing people slap by the kimchi, like <laughs> water in nothing. their face, nothing, none of that. I, I, I just want it nice and sweet and simple. I don't need any crazy Mac Jang. I don't need a big, like, amnesia story or, you know, some chick faking a pregnancy or any <laughs> crazy. I, must, I, do, just, I do like, though, when rom-coms will, like, sort of play jokes with these cliches, like, mm, where, like, you. a character will pretend to have amnesia and be like, ah, I'm just kidding, like, I'm <laughs> fucking with you. Like, <laughs> I kind of like that. Like, that, I always find that. self-aware. Yeah. The new meteor garden, like, when yes. you know the story, right, you're like, it happens, and you're like, oh, for come on, No. Please just know. And then it's totally fake. He's like, yeah, he's like I gotcha. And you're like, yeah, like, just one, and you're one so of my classes. Because <laughs> you know that that's part of the story, right? Yeah. Like, there's the amnesia plot. They could have done but that. But it's so stupid. Like, no, they they just decided, let's just make it a joke instead. Yes. And it's like, oh, amnesia, hey. amnesia plots are my least favorite. Right up there with, with all a dream. Yeah. I, I do think. Also, I'm not a big fan of separated for a year and apparently uh, I hate that I hate that uh, an email doesn't work uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it works in rom-coms okay. like that's fine 20 years ago but like um in this day and age the idea yeah. that you're separated like, for you that long and you just message. could not text what? each other send Skype. them a Facebook message like for god's sake it's not that <laughs> I do think that a lot of show k-dramas or asian dramas in general they can get labeled as rom-coms, but ultimately they really shouldn't be labeled like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think there are fewer rom-coms out there than are labeled rom-coms. Let me. Yeah, I agree. I have, uh, I, have a, I have a funny little tale from my early days of uh, watching dramas. I really wanted to just watch like a light and fluffy rom-com or comedy. So I was on Drama Fever, rest in peace, and um, I had searched for comedy. And the one that was recommended to me, I don't know if any of you have seen this, is Heard Through the Grapevine. That is not a comedy. It's like, it's, the plot of it is basically like a girl and a guy, a guy from a rich family and a girl from a poor family meet at like this uh, academic camp as teenagers and have sex. And she gets pregnant, but he doesn't find out till she's due. And then when he finds out, he brings her home. And then her family's hor- his family's horrible to her for the rest 
And she like, baby, it's awful. And I was like, so when does the funny happen? <laughs> there should have been a ha. Yeah, like there's, it was more like a ha. Like, it's oh. like there's only one joke in the entire drama, and they're like, oh, comedy. It did, however, have Lee June in it, and I loved him so much. Yeah. Just. But it was not a, co- a romantic no, comedy. No, no. <laughs> it was. It was a. I think that. At best, dark comedy would have been more astute. But oh. when you're searching for comedy, you're not looking for that. No. You want, you know, pratfalls and or- accidental kisses, not accidental teen pregnancy. Yeesh. <laughs> well, and I do think I do think some rom-coms can have like a serial killer in it, but at least flag it like that. Like, yeah, put well, on. Yeah. You fine. Say it's rom-com for like half the time, but then the other half own up to the fact like, tag it. it's gonna have other stuff in it. Thriller for God's yes. sake! <laughs> it's kind of like in like, K-pop oh, okay. when you have like the duality, like Red Velvet or Blackpink. It's like yeah. okay, well this time it's the red side, and this time it's yeah. the velvet side. Well, this episode's the rom-com, and that episode's the thriller. Yeah, like have. You know, in the beginning, make it a certain color or whatever, so we yeah. know. You know what? You know what's coming. And so I can just skip the one that I don't want to. Maybe like don't have shows with such abrupt, like jarring tonal shifts that it just makes it confusing for everyone watching. Yeah. I always found this sort of about just sort of K dramas in general that a lot of them try to be so many different things and they don't need to be like can just be a rom-com it's yeah. okay yeah. exactly yeah. like people will still watch it it's like and, they and try think... to like pack everything into one show it's just like okay put this and this and this and this because people will stop watching and then no one's like no they stop watching people like, will still keep watching we're here <laughs> Don't worry. I think the best example, the best recent example of that is Strong Woman Dubong Soon. Yeah, yeah, Dubong Soon, yeah. Because yeah. I know for me, I was expecting just full on rom com. I was a newer drama watcher yeah, when I watched yeah. it. I the think I started. were very misleading for that one. I, well, I didn't. They always are. I think it had just finished a few months before I. I binged it on Drama mm. Fever. And uh, I was not expecting Serial yeah. Killer. No. And I definitely and wasn't expecting him to have vast amounts of screen time and a rape dungeon that was pretty fucking yeah weird. but but then the fluffy side was so, was so fluffy. good yeah. the fluffy side was so enjoyable and, and then, so well, i kept on going back to fluffy of course uh there was there was some weird homophobic stuff well and, i mean I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to go in depth of no the but show. like we're not doing an in-depth analysis of the politics of strong woman dobong soon here <laughs> like I'm just that's, saying that's not our jam. <laughs> I expected rom com, and that yeah. was it. But that yeah. was, and I think a nice there's a way rom-com. to do like serial killer in a rom com without making it make you want to throw up, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what? Another one that year was um, Suspicious Partner. Yeah, the, the serial killer plotline in that made me want to vomit. Really? Frequently, I I felt. I didn't find that one. Especially when the big reveal came of like when they had the big reveal of how he was actually involved. Like I just it made me feel horrible for the character. Like like, I don't want to feel bad, sad, okay, disappointed maybe, or like oh no, I hope this works out. But I don't want to feel like that gut wrenching like this is a horrible story. This is a bad, sad, horrible, realistic thing. Yeah. I actually really like, like I don't want that partners. in a rom-com. 
I'm like a big Suspicious Partners fan. I thought uh, I, it was great. I also but then again, like, I really like thriller stuff. Suspicious Partner, it wasn't one of my favorites, but um, I just don't think of it as rom-com. Like it didn't. No, it didn't I, I didn't. I didn't consider it a rom com either. Mm. Like I, it, so, I after like the first, basically the first episode was a rom com. Yeah. And then it was like, oh wait, just kidding. We've lulled you into a false sense of security. This is actually like a terse. It's a legal drama. drama. I was like, yas. Like I was like, okay, okay. A legal drama plus a serial killer. Yeah, and I was like, all right. And then I like really enjoyed it because I like that sort of stuff. Like I really, one of my favorites from last year, or was it the year before, was Save Me, and that was that's not a rom com, obviously, but that that was like on the same <laughs> sort of like. <laughs> you know, like, thriller vibe that I really enjoy. But as far as the way it was marketed, which I haven't looked through all of the teasers of Suspicious but I've looked through a little bit of it. (laughs) They were dancing and stuff. So, like... Yeah. And But I will admit, on Suspicious Partners, when it did come down to the romance, oh, boy. Yeah. Fan self. (laughs) To me, it was not a romantic comedy. No, it was a romantic thriller. Yeah, I think there's this, like, weird, like gray area between a rom-com and a melodrama and there's just like no actual draw or genre for it yeah so that's why i think like rom-coms can kind of get yeah it gets you know, sort of, like, titled added, as a rom-com yeah it gets sort of uh, labeled as a certain genre because there is no actual like romantic thriller is not a genre but that's <laughs> yeah. what it was like well, yeah. it should be a genre i, I mean come and my hug point. that <laughs> so like even strong like home and do bong soon romantic comedy thriller yeah, there should be that tag on it. It probably is a thing on Netflix, you know, like how yeah. they have such like, Netflix has, like, the most is, like if you watch yeah. enough of them, you could get like romantic Asian crime dramas. But I've been I've been watching uh, some uh, some rom coms, rewatching some rom coms this week in the beginning of February. My husband's going away for six weeks the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I've been sort of like bombed a little about that. Like he has like a job and stuff, whatever. <laughs> so I've been watching like just fun little rom-com. So I rewatch What's Wrong with Secretary Kim much better as a binge than as a watch once a week. Um, okay. It's less like you you feel less like, oh, why are they doing this tragic backstory bit when you're just like, oh, okay. Like well, you've been through it. Yeah, you're like, okay, I know what's coming. Like, this is fine. And uh, then I'm also rewatching my secret shame of a favorite drama, Beautiful Kong Shin. I, okay, that drama made me fall in love with Nam Goon Ming, and I love him and his tired, sexy eyes. And Mina looks like G-Dragon in a wig. So what's not, what's not to love? What's not to love? And that one's, that one's actually like a nice straight-up rom-com, but... It does also, of course, there's, you know, like, a birth secret, and look, we can't fully divorce ourselves from the K-drama world. (laughs) So, uh, and it it does have the, he, like, he leaves for a while, but they text each other, so it's not like, what? Miracle. I know, I know. They know that texting exists? It's it's a cute one. That's that's my rom-com contribution this month. Mm -hmm. Cool. It's an oldie but a goodie. Is, is that all you've been just watching, binging. Natalia? Just those two things? And, and variety shows. Oh, no, that's not all I've been watching because all of us have been watching, but that comes later. It's everyone else's favorite K-drama rom-com. Come on. Well, and what have we Aww. been watching, too? I'm trying to think what my favorite rom-com is. I don't know off the top of my head. 
It's interesting because I tend to like shows that are a little more on the sad side. Yeah, I'm a more of a melodrama person. Uh, with rom-coms, I think what I look for the most is a good like group of side characters that I mm. like really love. Because they it, rom-coms do tend to have yeah. the like really cute, funny side character like storyline that goes yeah. on. And I really like that because it See, tends that's, to be a found family. Yeah, that's where and, Secretary Kim really succeeded. Yeah. It was so, all the, like, the office workers were all just, mwah, delightful. Yeah, don't go for rom-coms that much. Like, I still mm. enjoy them. But mm. I still need something else because I'm not in it just for the, like, yeah. rom-com side. What, Juggler, Jugglers favorite? is another good example of, like, a oh. rom-com. Yeah, Jugglers was really good. I liked it a lot. So did Mama Jo, my mom. Well, she liked old Joy Daniels' looks. Thinking, I don't know if it would be a like a rom com. I I guess. Yeah, I guess it would be a rom com. Would be um 20th century boy and girl. Mm. I really enjoyed that one. Like it was just easy. It You're was making just, me want to watch it more. It, oh, it was so. It's just sweet and cute and. Like you guys were saying, the side characters and the like, the besties from high school and the family and the like everything. Like, and it's just yeah. cute. And like, they sort of do a love triangle, but not really because mm-hmm. it's never really a thing. Like, it it just all goes nicely and cute and sweet and fun and. Mm. Oh my Venus! That's another straight up rom com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, as dark as it gets is... Well, like, it's not that dark. Well, like, it's dark, but saying, it's not dark. I was just saying that his backstory of a lot of pain and surgeries and stuff. Yeah. And then they do the noble idiocy uh-huh. thing. Well, yeah. Which kind of was... <laughs> we, but, we have to, we have to like, scarf. accept some of these things. I, I forgive him because he knits her a big scarf. That's true. He does knit her an <laughs> epic scarf. <laughs> He has to do one of those for the Although next like has, 15 years. He has years. a beautiful face, and that can get him that can get him pretty far. That's yes, nice, true. nice abdominal situation. <laughs> just, just nice from from top to bottom. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Beauty Inside, which just you know, aired this past, that was a good rom com. Yeah, I really and actually enjoyed that one. Me. Me. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much okay. as I did. When it first aired, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this. And then once I started, it was like I was devastating good. to me when drama fever was gone. And I was like, yeah. what am I going to do? I really need to watch the like rest of the show. <laughs> I may have oh, um, ventured into I cannot this. hug you. Oh, I want to I cannot hug you. Yeah. That, one, that one is just, again, the first half. The second one, I cannot hug you too, gets a little more like muddled, I would say. Like it gets. Not dark exactly, but it's not as easy and cute and fun. Yeah. As the- I find that there's more like straight up Chinese rom coms than yeah. there are Korean rom coms. I would say so. Like, because I think of like uh, in Love and that Mr. one Mermaid. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. There's not that same need to throw some mellow into it or yeah. something. Fox's like, Summer. That was not- usually like the mellow is like the rich guy whose mother doesn't like the not rich girl. That's usually the extent of I, I think like, Taiwanese you dra- my son. <laughs> I think Taiwanese dramas are similar. I think that yeah. they, they can go pretty simple sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like a good straight up rom com. 
kudos, kudos. But sometimes there's rom-coms going like really weird journeys. And I'm thinking of uh, Prince of Wolves or Wolf Prince. <laughs> that was a weird, that was a weird journey that we all took together on uh, that one. <laughs> yeah, man, I haven't watched that wolves. one yet. I mean, huskies. Huskies that are definitely wolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm trying to look through the things that I have watched to see, to look at rom-coms. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to give a short story about one that I thought was a rom-com. And it was a rom-com for probably the first half. Isn't that always the way? <laughs> Fall in love with me. And it has a yes. couple of different titles. So it's a Taiwanese drama. Yeah. With Aaron Yan in it, which means you got to watch it. So he kind of play it, he plays two different versions of himself, a dorky version, really sweet, and then the successful jerky version. Mm-hmm. So of course it's awesome, rom-com wise. And then before I even knew what mokjong was, which I know that's a Korean thing, but mm-hmm. it pretty much went full on mokjong yep. half the way through and never came back. Like it was just this horrific and you had to keep watching to see if they ended up together. That's the only reason why you had to keep yeah. watching. Yeah. And of course they end up together, but like in weird broken pieces that are just sad. Oh my goodness. So it it's like on, if you watch you on a wild show, ride. Just, just watch the first half. And then just the last episode. And then maybe the last fifteen minutes of the last episode and you'll be okay. Good to know. Then it would be a good rom com, I think. <laughs> oh boy. I mean I was um, scarred. I I do not get scarred from shows, but that almost made me walk away from dramas like permanently. It was that. Oh no! Wow. I find um in in if we're talking like Thai rom coms, GMM TV is like mm-hmm. just shoving out silly rom coms like they're going out of style. That's um, true. Which they're not going out of style. No, they're definitely <laughs> no. not, and they're usually pretty short, so you can usually like yeah. whip your way. Twelve through. or thirteen episodes is sort of the typical. Yeah. But like, yeah, like 45 minutes plus like super long opening credits and super long ending credits. You can just skip. And another Korean thing that I haven't ventured into a lot, but I know that it's a V live and it might be on YouTube too, but playlist, they do short little rom-coms that notable actors have been in, not like the super heavy years, but like the younger ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think they have a pretty good variety of shorter rom-coms that I've mm. heard about. Like, surprisingly good quality yeah. type that I haven't I've, ventured into that done. I have, like, I haven't, still haven't finished it. I'm on episode 11, but 100 Days My Prince, I think, is a good... Mm. I'm on like, episode 11, too! Hey! We should watch it together! <laughs> we should just keep it at 11 I'm also on episode 11. <laughs> We I'm not watching make, it at all. So we have to make ourselves finish this show. Guys. I know. <laughs> That's so funny. I think there's some that um I'm on my drama list, and some of these like Kimi Wa Peto is labeled yeah, as comedy have. romance. Kinky kinky rom com. <laughs> it is. It's a but little it's bit only weird again. Too. It's just comedy and romance. It doesn't even have anything else to it. That's true. well, like what else would you put? I know, I don't like know. What, what sort of regular genres would you apply to that is the real question. <laughs> a romance? Yeah, it's um, like, uh, do you kind drama of, it's like, did, do you, did you like Fifty Shades of Grey, but none of the sex scenes? Well, have we got a show for you? <laughs> Not that bad. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, I just thought of one. Cinderella and the Four Knights. Oh, yeah. that's that's a solid rom-com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Solid. Yep. Trot Lovers. I think I'm probably the only one who's seen it. Is yeah. it good? Uh, okay. <laughs> what? Now, it's not bad. And it does have uh, Tintin Rock as the second male lead, which is... Mwah. Important. And I guess the girl from A from uh, A Pink, who um who was in uh, Cheer Up, is the main. Oh, Yunji. And then oh, the guy no. from Queen and Hyun's Man is the main lead. And she basically the plot is he's a musician, uh, like a disgraced musician who helps her become like a trot singer. Right. Okay. Real specific, like <laughs> real niche show. Uh, but uh, it's not bad. It's, it's like it's not good. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like wow trot lovers most amazing <laughs> show ever made but it's like it's pretty it's pretty fun though it does have a really stupid amnesia plot line uh, spoiler alert <sighs> but it doesn't la- the amnesia plot line does not last long so uh I haven't seen all of it but Shopping King Louie I'm guessing oh, it's rom com oh I love Shopping King Louie so much <laughs> how did I not think of it um yeah that one's like straight up rom-com good times i'm like probably one of the only people who i've heard that have watched it that don't necessarily like it but flower boy next door is also yeah, a rom-com okay. yeah it's pretty solid rom-com i okay i've seen it twice i mostly because i just miss what's his face uh mm. you know what I mean, the, the main dude yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah i was like oh i'm gonna watch it again but like it's not good it's kind of dumb yeah <laughs> they're really not that good looking. I just want to <laughs> like flower boy a stretch. But <laughs> it's, like a rom- it's it's a rom com. There's there's my review. It's a rom com. Oh I know here uh, here's one, sorry. Uh it's a movie. Red carpet is actually a rom com and I it's actually pretty decent. Oh yes the movie I love that one. Yeah. Yes. Red carpet. Has Chansung in it. (laughs) It it does have, uh, for any of our younger listeners, it does have um, adult content. It stars the girl who's uh, going to be in that show, Possessed. I don't Mm. know what her name is. Oh, okay. It's it's surprisingly cute and surprisingly a really great found family movie, too. And uh, it's about a porn director. Who mm-hmm. wants to make not porn films? Yeah, he basically got into porn films because it was paying the bills. Yeah, and now he can't get out. <laughs> yeah, because he was successful. Because ah. he was a really good porn maker. And then it's just him and his like porn crew and porn actors. Like, and they're just they, a delight. Then they make a film. Then they make a real it's super. Movie. It's super adorable. It is really cute. That's not- <laughs> Uh, what about, and I haven't seen these, but I've heard really good things, Splish Splash Love and Two Jenny. Oh, Splish I've seen both of them. Cute. Yeah, I wouldn't say, well, it is a what, kind of a rom-com, yeah. is it? Yeah, I'd say it is. I really liked it, though. Yeah. Surplus Princess, that's a solid rom <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I was like, yeah. when you, <laughs> when you that go led me directly <laughs> Surplus yeah. Princess. We should. It, it's not hard to get there. No, yeah, like, like Kinsoki, water. Oh, surplus princess. Like, that's like yeah, the okay. third time I've mentioned that show today, too. <laughs> like surplus <laughs> it's like, like hint, it's, a, hint, it's a good one. Hint. Yeah, we should watch surplus princess. <laughs> it's only twelve episodes. Twelve easy, beautiful episodes. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so, like, so there's a lot out there yeah. that are pretty much purely rom-com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's many more. I think K-dramas air on that side. Mm. At least ones you can find easily subbed. Yeah. And I, I would say, okay, so for me, rom-coms were probably how I wound up starting to watch Asian dramas in general. Like, <laughs> I stumbled across a few Taiwanese rom-coms on Netflix, and then that's kind of how I... I think that's, like, similar to a lot of people. I feel like if you're if you're, like yeah, I want to watch a really good terse thriller. You don't immediately think, like you should, because there are some good ones, but you don't immediately think, yeah, K-dramas, that's where to go for those. <laughs> but for like, you know, my my mom calls them the Harlequins of television. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So for me, I'm a super, super easy sell for rom-coms. Like, even though, like, I'm trying to stretch my boundaries and I try to make space in my watching schedule to watch other things, what ends up usually taking up space rom-coms yeah and then i'll try to smush in other things but i kind of get resistant like rom-coms make you feel good you know like it's really good when you're like stressed yeah just don't want to like really like think about things or like invest in things that like will get you hyped up or like even like more emotional it's kind of just a nice like put it on and just yeah yeah be happy and i've kind of the past month or so since I, I went to where I wasn't watching as much. And so I just got to like pretty much rom-com level again. It's mm-hmm. like, and I was kind of stressed out. So when you're tired or stressed for me, it's like, ah, just return to the rom-coms and then yeah. whenever I have yeah. brain space again, you know, I'll fill it with something else, but rom-coms are an easy sell for me. So yeah. they're just, they're good at like making you just feel better about life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, if you're having a bad day, and or you're feeling anxious or something, you just want to watch something silly that you know will end well. Mm-hmm. And there, the rom com is there for you. No. Yep. I feel like that's a key point of the rom com is that mm-hmm. you know they're going to get together in the end. Yeah. If if there's any doubt in your mind at the beginning, like that maybe it won't happen, maybe you're not watching a rom com. Like <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's like how just- Fairy and the Woodcutter to me didn't feel rom-commy a lot of the time because mm-hmm. I wasn't chill enough that it was going to work out like I wanted. And mm. there was a lot going on in that one that like, especially in the last, the final few episodes when they were yeah. like throwing at you all the backstory and stuff. And I was like, this could have been a really good, really good drama. I mean, but I yeah, didn't it's... watch it, but I could see it being like, there's also that kind of weird genre where it has romance. And it has comedy, but it's not really rom-com. I think that it's, like, important to sort of make a distinction between (laughs) that. Like, just because something has romance and comedy doesn't necessarily mean it's a rom-com. Because, like, I feel like rom-coms, they need, that needs to be, the main focus needs Mm -hmm. to be the couple. Mm -hmm. And then it needs to have a happy ending. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. yeah. Probably no serial killers. Maybe. Just saying it. Get out there. Just sliding it, sliding it into, like, you know. Maybe. Just, just know some, just don't do it. Maybe. Well, there was a, like, a rom-com infographic going around Twitter this week. Um, and I thought it kind of worked well for what we were talking about. And it starts off with, is the movie a comedy? No, then it's not a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, move to the next step. Is the movie centered around a relationship? No, not a rom-com. Yes, 
move to the next step. Um, does a shenanigan bring the couple together or test their relationship? No, not a wrong. Not a wrong joke. No, the shenanigan. The shenanigan. Very. And then there's a second. There's a, a a third option in this one, and I'm not sure. Maybe what exactly qualifies as a shenanigan? That puts you into the, this movie could be a rom-com, use your evaluative judgment. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go to yes, it says, now does it feel like a rom-com? Yeah. If yes, then yes, this is a rom-com. If no, <laughs> it might be a rom-com. <laughs> use, use your best judgment. Use your best judgment. It's, so I do think rom-coms, episode in, episode out, you generally feel kind of a pick-me-up after watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least yeah. pretty chill. Except if you're watching, like, say, a 16-episode drama between episodes 12 and 14, you're going for the dark turn. <laughs> you gotta let the bad stuff happen. Then you're back. Then you're but, back. But you're back. on hold. Super dark, right? No, you're, like, not, you're not going to pull a suspicious partner. You, you like, still no. knew it was headed in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. It was just, like, like oh. you know, you just had to go through this dark time, and then there's light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Listen, it's it's the it's the part that tests the relationship, and when they get through it, they're better for it. You yeah. know, if not every relationship's perfect, guys. If they ever do the dark turn earlier, like episode five or eight, that would be a really strange sensation. Yeah, like it, you'd be like, wait, 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 whoa. And then you would be paranoid. You'd be like, you'd be like oh no, it's just getting canceled early. Like, <laughs> or you're gonna be like, wait a minute, he's at is this person actually the second lead? Wait a minute. (laughs) Is someone going to die and then we have to go through this all over again? Like, or like if they developed it backwards, I mean, it would just be really interesting if the show did something like that, like took all of your perceptions of that and just kind of flipped them. So do we like to play a game? Would you like to play a game? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I don't think this is a (laughs) rom-com. With a serial killer, apparently. (laughs) I always knew there was something shifty about Sky. (laughs) Did it really sound that creepy? No, it's just because it's from uh, Saw. Which I've never watched. Imagine Uh, that. I watched the first one. It was so gross that I was like, I'm done. Torture porn uh, is not my thing. Like, I like supernatural horror, not gore horror. Mm. Mm -hmm. I like monsters and ghosts vampires mm-hmm. which can also make a good rom-com just <laughs> hey uh all right so what game are we playing today sky what are we uh we haven't named the game so maybe we can name it later for so we are going to talk about what pairings what what actor and actress pairings we did like in rom-coms that we would like to recreate. And maybe they weren't in rom-coms. Maybe they were, yeah, it was even in some type of genre. Like, see them but they should make a rom-com. So mm-hmm. where we got this idea was show Touch Your Heart and how the two, act, the actor and the actress, were in Goblin. Everyone really liked that second couple. couple. Mm-hmm. They had their story in that show and everyone would like to see them again. And so they're actually in Touch Your Heart mm-hmm. together. And everyone was pretty jazzed about that. So that's where we got the idea. Mm-hmm. We're simple people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got one. I'll start us off. Um, okay. So uh, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, there was a 50 episode weekend drama called Father is Strange. Mm. And basically, 
every single couple in that show, I would watch again in another yep. show. Like, every single one. They were all... I ah. desperately want him to, like... Um, it's Lee June, right? Who was in that? Oh, Lee I wanted to I come him. out of the army and like they make a sequel series, 50 episode weekender called like Grandpa is Strange or something about <laughs> the like they're, they're you know together in yeah. real life. I you know, know. A couple. real to real, my friend. <laughs> and I did love Lee June. <laughs> I would watch him like read the cereal box, <laughs> doing some beautiful ballet. Just I just love him. They had a lot of good couples in that. But literally every couple in that show, I would watch in a rom-com of their own. Yeah. They were all delightful. For sure. Especially, I, like, the youngest girl and her uh, and her soccer coach. Yep. <laughs> My heart. Yes. Oh, I thought of another one. Okay. Um, this one was also another 50-episoder. I, I had a long winter one year. <laughs> um, five children. Uh, oh. All, all the couples in that too again they were just <laughs> that's actually a really good sort of now yeah, is it a rom-com no like weekend dramas are you know but it was pretty light and okay. uh it had a wonderful found family literally like because one woman has three kids a single dad has two kids and they fall in love and then have five kids <laughs> nice <laughs> Yeah, we have a Brady, Brady bunch ah, of them. Beautiful, yeah. and it was called Five Children. It was a good one. I really, I really enjoyed it. I forced Briggsy to watch it with me, and uh, I don't think he loved it as much as I did. But <laughs> I think the ones that, for me, that I would like to see in a rom com are the ones where they weren't in a rom com before. Like yeah. it was, you know, or it wasn't. They were. They had great chemistry, but the show was crap. Or like. The show was great, but tragic or, you know, so the ones that immediately come to mind, um, just with you talking about Weekenders, mm -hmm. um, the man who sets the table or mm. man in the kitchen, it was called and like dad and it was like horrible and abusive and it was like horrible to watch and they threw all this Mac Jang into it. But they had like great couples and mm. then they like tried to tear them apart and stuff and it was like, but it, it started with this one couple and it was um Chaesung Young and On Ju Won and they were delightful together mm -hmm. like just had this weird like you know cranky boss and free you know lighthearted employee kind of get together thing and then torn apart and then come back mm -hmm. together and then but like the show wasn't well written and it didn't it didn't do them they didn't get to be together it, yeah, like it, it just was like wasted. So I'd like to see them in a proper rom-com where, you know, they're going to get together and they get to spend lots of time like a proper like Secretary Kim kind of thing where they're mm -hmm. together in like 90 percent of the scenes. It's them, you know, making eyes at each other and being silly yeah. like I, that's I would love to see that because I think they had really good chemistry and they were cute together. And the other one that I would really like to see would be. um Oh, what's his name? Um, June, June Key, Lee June Key, and um, mm. IU from Scarlet Heart. Oh yes, please I let them be happy. Horrible together. They were beautiful together. They looked good together. They clearly um, became kind of tight friends. Yeah, you know, like, like they like each to... other as friends. Stuff. Yeah, I'd like them to maybe 
wait a little while before they did anything like that because I know there are still some like serious Scarlet Heart shippers who would like go crazy about it but I just would like to see them do something that was less tragic yeah I think he's due for a rom-com he's been doing some serious stuff so Hmm. yeah Uh another one that I would like is another uh, 50 episode weekender um, except that I didn't actually like this one father I'll take care of you but anyway the the girl from age of youth and the guy who played the bodyguard in W oh and they were really adorable but the show was so bad listen guys I'm about to tell you something it's gonna shock you it was so bad I stopped watching it what I didn't think that could happen I know I know. I just, I couldn't take it anymore. It was so bad that I could not take it. That's how bad it was. But how far did you get? I got like two thirds of the way through. <laughs> like I got way further than I should have. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, I got to like 30 episodes or something. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. This is so bad. Like, it's just, I just, like, I loved that couple, but, like, everything else in the show, and there was, like, a cute dog and shit, and I was like, oh, oh, I want to like this, but it's just, just, yeah, bad. So I was trying to go through my list, because I, I know there are side characters that I thought worked really good together, but I just can't remember them. Like, if I watch them again, I'd see them and be like, yeah. But uh, going through my list if I could, in Your House Helper, Hasa Jin was paired with the lead girl. Mm-hmm. And it was my personal opinion that it was a terrible pairing and they had no chemistry whatsoever. But he had like enormous chemistry with one of the other girls that like were one of her best friends. And mm-hmm. she is the girl she's in um, Waikiki. I can't remember her name. She was the like sister in Waikiki. Okay. Yeah, sister yeah, one yeah. of the girls. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were great together every single time mm. that they had any scene, which was actually a fair amount. I think that that pairing would be really great. I sort of hate it when you're watching a show where obviously, like, the chemistry, like, they're pushing the wrong couple based on on-screen oh. chemistry. And yeah. It, is um, My Secret Hotel. Oh, yeah. Which has the girl. Yeah, we from, just talked about that uh, yeah, for 12 was, nights because like, it's the same writer. Her and Nam Min off the charts chemistry her and the first male lead awful just just you're like really (laughs) like this no (laughs) cut cut bad you know what also i like i don't know if i would like pair them together as a romantic couple but for beauty inside I really loved Idahi and Imaki's relationship together. Mm. I thought they played really well together. So I don't know if I would see them as like a romantic relationship, but I would love to see them in another show together because I just thought that they worked well off of yeah. each other. I'm going to talk about the easy one that we all share the same opinion on. Where stars land? <laughs> the adorable security couple. Yes. In fact, yes. just make it a spinoff and it works. Fine. Yeah. Easy. They're the best. They're so cute. (laughs) I mean, we really liked all like the behind the scenes stuff about the airport, so it would work. Yeah. Yeah. We just okay. I think we can all admit we just want them to remake Where Stars Land as like (laughs) a rom com about a cute security couple and a disabled guy. 
<laughs> like none of this supernatural bullshit. Just oh, okay. I'm still haunted, guys. I'm still haunted by the show that could have been. But actually, even a totally different premise, they could they could pull off really good chemistry. I think. Mm-hmm. So we're we gonna talk about the two shows we watched. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So all of us have watched the first four episodes of Romance is a Bonus Book on Netflix and the first two episodes of Touch Your Heart on Viki. It was a lot within a few a few days, really. It was, but like really, I was gonna just watch the first two of Romance is the bonus book. But, but I just so did. Yeah, I just had to keep going. Like it was like, yep. Keep on it going. just kept going and I kept going. So it's like just autoplayed to the next episode. And I was like, well, sure. I got <laughs> nothing else to do today. So. <laughs> like to start off with, just because we were talking about what makes a rom-com. I would say personally that I would say romance as a bonus book is not a rom-com. I would as, as well. Post you touch mm-hmm. your heart is very clearly a rom-com. Yeah, it is 100%. rom-com. Yeah. This is solid a rom-com. Like, it's, but, it's so much a rom-com that I'm like, how are they going to make a dark turn for this? Like, how are they going to make this last 16 episodes? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, mm, okay, I see I about four or five episodes worth, and where else are we going with this? Like, yeah, I mean, they have some couples starting the, within the, the office. Like, that's true. And yeah. there's clearly the whole, like, drug story of, yeah. like, this That'll drug scandal. A dark turn will be back yeah. or back or exactly they seem to be setting that up that he'll come back and you know whatever stuff will happen shenanigans shenanigans (laughs) that's how you know whereas (laughs) romance is a bonus book are you saying romance is a bonus book is more of office slice of life is that your opinion yeah Yeah. there's no real shenanigans it's all very and the shenanigans are like real things like yeah yeah. and the humor is real it's not like yeah it's not like contrived like no. Girl, it's really stupid. It's just like, you know, sometimes something like he gets drunk and gets in the cab and drives to her old house. Like, that's hilarious. Like, because she lives at his house. Like, you I, know what I mean? Like, that's sort of, but you could see someone doing that. You know what I mean? Like, but when it comes to the second lead guy, I so, get rom com vibes with him. Yeah. So much more than, uh, what's his face? Junk Sook. Problem why it's not a rom-com. Because... Mm-hmm. I could very, very easily see that they are not the end game, that the, yeah. the two leads are not the end game. The end game is them with their seconds. So I feel and like the two leads their friendship and, and moving, you know, forward as friends. I feel like the two leads are, aren't because like it do, they don't make sense as a couple. They make sense as like a brother and sister couple, yeah, you know, sort of like how she clearly has him. a crush on her. Yeah. He's had a crush on her for years. Like, yeah. It, it, Clearly, and it's messed up his ability to relationship. Mm-hmm. So but that's that needs to be out before the end of things, right? That's yeah, that's it. He needs so to think, figure so out his, his journey. I think should not be to get the girl. His journey should be to get over the girl yeah. and yeah. To get with the super nice girl who clearly is in love with him and would be a really good match. And yeah. let the girl that he has a crush on grow up and do her thing. Yeah. Like, let her live her life. Maybe help her as a friend, but 
mm-hmm. stop doing the crush thing. In one of the first two episodes, I think, and they they do the flashback to when he first meets the guy that will become her husband, and he treats her so badly, and he, yeah, he sort of says in the voiceover like, and that's when I knew like love wasn't for me because if that's what love looked like, I didn't want it. And so to me, what I see is the healing for him comes from then maybe seeing her in an actually healthy, yeah. Happily. Funny about that flashback was that that was how she treated him. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she sort of was kind of a jerk to him, but they were friends. So it was very like a siblingy. We love each other, but I'm gonna just kind of be. Yeah. Well, and we'll mink too. Yeah, you know. But the two of them, like, you know, the, it's forced living mm-hmm. as well as office. As mm-hmm. well as, you know, friends to lovers. Like, it's a lot going on. But they're doing it well. They're balancing it well. Yeah. But, I, um, I'm really enjoying it. I, it's really know. well made. Yeah. There's but, like, some really nice little moments that I thought were really great that I thought they would do one way, but they didn't. Like, yeah. the mm-hmm. fact that she actually didn't get that job because of him. And they made it very clear that she didn't get the job. It was because of that other guy really liked her, you know, responses <laughs> on the questionnaires. When she was, like, being called to do all this stuff and he tried to keep on interjecting she was like listen I can do this you gotta let me do this yeah and she's and but also she's like I was a mom and a wife obviously I'm like set up to be a multitasker I can do this you just have to let me and then it was really nice that he actually backed off of it too yeah and just kind of let her what I really like about the show is sort of how it's how it shows the reality of how life is for working women, you know, what I, what I like about it is it's sort of making like, you know, cause they say like, Oh, like if you get married, you should have children. And if you have children, you should stay home. But then once your children are done and you try to go back to work, they're like, well, you were just home with your children. What do you know about yeah. you know, the business world? You know about like, but, but it's like, but I like, but that's I did, that I had to do. Like I didn't yeah, want yeah. to stop working. Well, it's like that one woman at the at the one interview and the woman says to her, I made sacrifices to be in this job, to keep being in this job. You don't know the sacrifices I've made to be here. Yeah, but like what makes you think that you get to just walk back in? And like, that's a flip side of the coin, right? Like, and she recognizes that too at a certain point where she's like, yeah, other people have made sacrifices and choices, too. Mine are just different sacrifices. Yeah, because she also made sacrifices that didn't really turn out great for her um, at the beginning. But yeah, no, like, I think, like, that that sort of resonates with a lot of women, you know? Like, uh, I don't have kids, obviously, but um, I have been out of the official workforce for many years. And I did try to find a job, and no one would hire me because I hadn't had a job for, like, four years. Mm -hmm. And it's like... This feels unfair because I am qualified to work places. It's not and as if you don't have the skill set. It's not yeah, as if it vanished. We're doing other no. things, you know? Like, and that's what's really great about this show because they also, not only are they, like, centering on, like, her not having the experience, but also her age mm-hmm. and, like, how she literally had to rip up all of her, like, accomplishments to get the job. the job. And, yeah. you know, that the young girl that, like, comes in late and her mom calls in and you know it's like she's gonna be late and she like knows nothing it was easy for her to get the job yeah and so they're like they're showing kind of that balance of like you know being an older woman Mm -hmm. in the workforce as well 
I think that older thing, though, like when it comes to the idea of building a romance between the two leads is sometimes it's like an age gap doesn't mean anything. But the age gap, you really feel it here because it's like yeah. a life gap, too. Yeah, right? yeah like, like her, she her, is a middle aged mom and he yeah. is like a guy who's still he drives, Young a, he drives a fancy car and, like, sleeps around. Like, their yeah. lives are very yeah. different. And they obviously drifted apart. Like, they're, like if yeah. they had stayed together, like, as close as they were, mm-hmm. I think it would be a little bit different. But since there was that period of, like, separation almost, that's where it starts to get, like, I don't know that, you know, they're together. And, sh- and then she's also, like, being a mom. She's like, oh, yeah. turn off the light. Put yeah, on the slippers. Exactly. Put your yeah. slippers on, turn off the light, I made you dinner, get up, and, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> she treats him like a big sister or a mom, and yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird, that doesn't build romance vibes for me, like, it, it just doesn't, I'm like, and, you know, I was saying at one point that the show was going to have to work really, really hard, yeah. if they're going to convince me, because they've convinced me for the second lead, Oh yeah. no problem. Well, in both cases, they also like me for those second leads. He's so, so dreamy, right? The second and yeah. he has a puppy, uh, and he has he a cute ass dog. <laughs> the shoe thing, like, yeah, he's all kinds of cute, and they had me at hello. Like, I'm so you're going oh, yeah. to have to work. And I had somebody say, "Oh wow, you really hate him." No, I don't really hate him. I, I just look at it and say he is not a good match for her. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that tells me these two belong together as more than best friends and, you know, siblings. You're going to have to work. I could see that you could get me there, but there's going to have to be a time jump and there's going to have to be some serious, serious work put in. Yeah, It's a K-drama, so obviously it could go, like, completely different way. But they're kind of almost setting up that, Maybe there could be a possibility that they don't get together because Weeha Jun, she's usually that character. You would already start to see them, especially because the position that she's in in the office, you would see them being really kind of mean towards her. And she's like not she's at the like stern level she like normally Mm -hmm. is for everyone. But like she's not an evil person to her. So like she helped her out when she was like trying to come up with ideas for blurbs and she was like giving her actual constructive criticism yeah, for her yeah. job and stuff and it was like not what I expected like I expected this is going to be the like I tear you down moment or yeah, the, I thought she I was going to be the one to take moment. the steel yeah but and their little like it, moment in the elevator like, too was, was really good. great yeah like it's yeah. just good like and she's nice there's nothing yeah. wrong with her <laughs> like I'm like uh, okay and she seems really good for him like his parent her parents love him and like they just seem to fit really well and clearly the reason why they can't be together is because he has this weird crush on you know not weird crush but like he's got this unrequited love mm-hmm. and I mean her husband was trash so he spent, you know, over a decade going, well, I'm better than that guy. You know, like he didn't have to work that hard, though. Like, let's know <laughs> he's alive because of her, too. So that like, plays yeah, into so there's his, like a like, sort of, the savior of complex. Yeah, I really wish they played that up a little bit more like that. They did kind of um, that thing like in uh, I was saying in White Christmas where mm-hmm. he, you know, he saves his life and then the movie White Christmas, not the K-drama, yeah. but 
you know, and he also like the one guy is always like, because he injured himself saving the other one. So he's always like rubbing his elbow like, oh, when he wants something oh, from him. whenever he wants something. And I wish that yeah. they had something kind of like that where she would go like, no, it's OK. I don't need to stay here. And she'd like try to pick up her bag and be like, oh, my elbow. And she'd, like, <laughs> it still twinges when it rains. Okay. <laughs> like, just kind of in that way where you bo- you know that they both know that it's not actually guilty. Yeah. But it's just kind of their thing. Like I, I, that would have killed me if they had that in there. I think what might I'm not I'm not sure I'm gonna say throw a wrench into things, but I think what might make us guess more with romance as a bonus book is if all of a sudden the second lead characters meet and if they have okay chemistry, mm-hmm. that's gonna kind of cause more questions. Because, I mean, we're really not that far yet. It, it, that could still happen. That's true. That's true. We are only because four episodes in. They're very charming characters. You know, if they bumped into some, you know, in a bookstore, it's not like they're going to hate each other. I mean. Yeah. No. For the main leads to get together, it has to be a final act get together. They can't. They can't get together in the next four episodes. Like, no. it can't happen. There's no, no way for it There's, to. The gap is too large. It, it needs to be maybe in the end. A, a final episode, a final couple episodes get together, not a get together and then break up and then get, you know, like it just mm-hmm. can't. When I was kind of looking around and I was looking at some of the behind the scenes stuff, I was watching some of the press release, mm-hmm. you know, their little first like press release. Yeah. And uh, what I found, I'm not like a fan of Lee Jung Suk, not because I don't like him, because I don't, this is like mm-hmm. the second thing I've ever seen in him. So I don't mm-hmm. follow him or anything. But they, uh, the MC was really funny because apparently the the female lead is who he always said in variety shows as his type. Like he said oh. on Strong Hearts, he said it. He's like they have like clips of it that like <gasps> it's him saying it. So like the MC was like really just kind of dogging him on this. And I, he's just yeah. like please just like close your ears. And so like <laughs> it, you could tell he still has that kind of like smitten vibe towards he's got a little crush. So I that's wonder cute. if that's like also kind of translating into his acting because he's mm. working with her. Mm. So like the little like smiles that he does after might like be a little bit more mm. genuine than like just them being two actors that had been cast together for their first role together. Yeah. That's cool. Though in my opinion, he's good at chemistry in general. Yeah, like, he, uh, in like, W, he yeah. has good chemistry. Yeah, and in pretty much everything I've seen him in, as like if if he's romantic, like you're like, yeah, I buy this. He had chemistry with uh, everyone, anyone. <laughs> like you know, yeah. But he does, he does chemistry. But well. I, yeah, I do but. find that fascinating. I'll leave the link hmm. below. Hmm. Cool. But yeah, it's like I mean, it's obvious. He's just like, please close your ears. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so embarrassing. Oh my God. That would be kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then in in terms of the other show that we watched, uh-huh. what mm-hmm. a different show! Like it's like a <laughs> now something completely different, um, <laughs> while still being an office yeah. romance comedy. It's very and rom-com. an older I'm, cast too, so like more yeah. older cast. Yeah. So it's uh, you know very rom com. Very rom com. I I. So far, I like it because I like silly, fluffy stuff. But I feel like they made her too stupid. Mm. Like, she's very dumb in in sort of a way 
that an actress could not get away with being so dumb. I think they were trying to, they kind of tried the angle because she was cast so young. Mm. She's been coddled her entire life yeah. since like high school when she was cast in that one chocolate bar commercial. Yeah. Like that was the start of her. So she mm-hmm. like, I can, I can see where they're trying because it's also, she's dumb, but super endearing and very yeah. Sweet and kind, so that like I don't know if they're like. And she does. She does that. try hard. I'll give yeah. her that. And um, she's got a crazy memory, so yes, you can see because that was the big tear in the beginning. It was like she did one semester of law school. How? Like, what like, the hell, how the hell like, did she get it? Thirty vitamins because yeah. there was thirty in the cat. Like she thought they, like you're like okay, no, how? But then you feel like the way I described it for Sky was she's. She has a photographic memory, but can't understand anything she remembers. Yeah, like it's a straightforward. If like you have a a question, if she's memorized the answer, she can give it. Yeah. But it like to describe it or like elaborate, it's not going to happen. Well, like well, she could memorize her lines as an actress, but yeah. she couldn't. Which sort of explains imagine the feeling behind it. You know. Because you just have to write an exam, right? So. Yeah, I don't know. It, Korea could be completely different than it is. So. I honestly feel like episode one for her made it look like she was very, very stupid. But episode Mm -hmm. two, and yes, she was trying hard, but I do feel like she was even, there was still some problem solving going on that it felt like she didn't have in episode one. Like I was really concerned in episode one. Yeah, I was concerned as well. But episode two, to me, she doesn't even seem that dumb anymore. I know it's still oh. kind of there a little bit, but, you know, he said to go look up the precedents and all these things. And it's it's not that she just, I mean, she figured that out. Like, she could yeah. still, yeah. she had the ability yeah. to do that. Yeah, I don't she think had the she's ability like to read through hopeless. and sort. I think she's just clueless. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's what they were trying to go for. But, like, in the first episode, it came off as dumb as a brick. Yeah, because, I mean, like, <laughs> they also have the things where, like, she can't do or, like, she has anxiety doing like simple things like calling a taxi for herself and that sort of thing. And I think that plays back into that. Like she's had it, like, especially in Korea, how entertainment set up when you have a manager, they do everything for you. Like it's not like an actor here. You would be potentially driving the car and you would be doing this and this and this. And she wasn't. And then if that's all she had Mm -hmm. consistently, and that's probably the only person she ever like really, was close with besides whatever happened with the dating scandal or whatever. Like I can see that it being kind of like, it wasn't really like her actual intelligence. It was her environment creating. Yeah. But she has the ability to do well. She's just never been required. Yeah. Yeah. Like they haven't even required her to learn how to act properly. She's just been told to memorize lines and look pretty. Like nobody's, 15 years, 15 years she's been in the business and nobody's ever said to her, you know what? Take an acting class. Let's yeah, take it up a notch. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's try to do well at your job. Nobody's encouraged her to do well at her job. They've just yeah. said, Until so the pretty. screenwriter said. You know, she was like cash cow. Yeah. So they're like, oh, just, just get yeah. her to do the easy just, stuff and then we'll work on the other ones. Yeah. And when they do the flashbacks of her, like, of her acting jobs and they're so oh. bad and she's like, ah! Such a good... like, oh my lord what is this like how how i love how they were always putting like pitting her against the guy from uh 
all those other shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come and Go hug me. Back Come hug me. Thank you. Come and hug me. And, like, he's just so good. And then oh, he's like, so good. And then it would cut back to her, like, being like, oh. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> Do you think, don't you think that she probably had such a good time acting out oh, those 100%. really bad acting? That actress is like character actress and she loves it. And you can, that's what I really like about this role for her is you can tell she's having so much fun. Like it's yeah. just a fun role for her. She well, just gets to do whatever she wants. It was like an interview with him where that was what he said when they, when they came to him and were like, we'd like you to do this show. And he, she was signed and he was like, yep. Okay. I'll do that. Cause I know that I will have fun with her and yeah. I know that we work well together and, and I think he's been feeling a little uh, after life. He felt bad because he got a lot, pretty slammed about his bad job in that. So oh, really? I think he went, "Hey, rom com." I'm not done with it, but I, he's not really. He's he's fine in it. It's it's the character that he's doing what the character calls for. So I don't. Yeah. I think that's the thing. If you know you work well with this person and you've had some bad press over your last role and this looks easy and it looks fun yeah. and it's with yeah. somebody you know yeah. who you know makes you look good why when would you're you comfortable do? with someone especially yeah. in acting it's like so much like not even just like comfortable because you've got good chemistry just like comfortable and being like I feel safe working with them mm-hmm. it just it makes life so much easier and yeah. like doing your job so much easier because you're not like so anxious yeah. about things from the um, the episodes that we had, like the first two episodes, and then the um, previews that they gave us, like they're clearly just jumping right in. They're like, yeah, going to make this. We're not drawing this out. There's obviously going to be a, a third act separation or something. Yeah, that they're going for, but they're going for the get them together. This is going to be the kiss by episode eight, if not before, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Right. I. I sort of like, and in the first episode, I had a lot, I like had a lot of problems with the first episode because they played her so stupid and him so mean that like, I was like, oh, but then he becomes yeah. so much less mean in the second episode. Yeah. Basically like, cause his boss tells him stop being so mean. Well, mm-hmm. And his roommate, right? Like his yeah. friend roommate who is like, mm, I bet she had a really rough day to, today, didn't she? And he's like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? It's like, cause you're a jerk. And he was like, and then he thought back to all their interactions and was like, oh, oh she yeah, was just I was a jerk. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Okay, maybe I'll be not a jerk tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and he was not a jerk the next day. And then day, when he's not like, a jerk, and, and I think sort of what I like is that what the show highlighted is that when he's not a jerk and doesn't just treat her with disdain, she actually does an okay job at what mm-hmm. she's supposed to be doing because she's not completely incompetent which is kind of a good thing office wise like we were saying with romance is a bonus book that we're seeing some stuff with that like realistic office portrayal and stuff and in this one you're not expecting a lot of like realistic stuff that is kind of a realistic thing the idea that boss tells you what they want from you and like encourages you you do a better job better yeah, you you become better at your job when you Le know shock. what your parameters are and what your expectations are, and and your boss tries to help you to be better. It's easier to be better and do a good job. Yeah, which is true. The only thing I found cringeworthy um, was when the older secretary is talking to her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to slap her in the yeah. face. Yeah, 
so bad. I'm like, no, you cannot be this stupid. Like, this woman is trying to help you. Yeah. <sighs> but then she got better in the second episode. So, like, yeah, yeah the, like the, the first, first episode, episode was, was kind of slow, too. It was, yeah. I, was I was like, oh, this yeah. is kind of boring for a rom-com. And then by the second episode, I was like, oh, okay. I think they found their stride. They like, yeah. know what's going on. Like, more episodes. More episodes. Yeah. We have to wait. I feel like this is going to be one of those shows, though, like like Secretary Kim, that'll be better as a binge than it yeah. is as a waiting every week. So yeah. if you're listening to us right now and thinking, should I start it or should I not? Maybe you should not. Mm. It, there's probably not going to be lots of reveals. You don't have to even mute words on Twitter. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be spoiler filled. There is no surprises coming in this. I don't no. imagine. If there is, we will be really, really like, surprised. But like, <laughs> They're going to wind up together in the end, and there's going to be some kind of separation. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of cuteness. Yeah. Well then, it's very much. I was saying earlier about that. It's very much like a um, like it's a goblin fan fiction. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Pretty we much. want to see the two of them set in a law office, <laughs> and um, how do we write the goblin in? Oh, we'll give him a cranky roommate that he doesn't want. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> like, perfect. It's, it's, Hitting all those things about Goblin that people really, really liked without any of the things that people didn't like. So he's got the cranky roommate. He's got, well, the roommate's not cranky. He's cranky and he's got the roommate. And then yeah. he's got this romance with somebody that maybe he can, maybe he can't, whatever. Like, yeah. You know what also that. I kind of really like about it is it's doing this kind of subtle thing that like it acknowledges that it's a rom-com and some of the situations they heighten like you can really tell um when the that other girl that I guess acts love yeah. or whatever when she gets into the elevator with her ex-boyfriend yeah like all of a sudden it was like this we're watching a rom-com on a tv as a yeah, like even yeah. out of that world that they're living in so i think that's kind of fun because i think they're also trying to play with that you know like the descendants of sun little clip and like yeah. you know like kind of doing all these like we're a rom-com but we're also gonna like be self-aware but we're also gonna play with little elements yeah they're sort of trying to do what like the scream movies did with horror like be like a self-aware rom-com yeah i also really like um I like the two idiot lawyers at the office, like the mama's boy and the girl who's like just in okay. Okay. boy. Do you think they're going to get together by the end? Oh, yes. yeah. Come on. Absolutely. Like, yeah, they're going to do an enemies to lovers situation. Oh, yeah, of course. Come on. Especially that. If they don't, play. I'll be like, you missed <laughs> opportunity. She's all timid and she can't like yell or whatever and he's like such a mama's boy and there's going to be a great scene where she just like loses it on his mother and he's going to be like what and she's just going to like tear a strip off his mother and then be like I don't know where that came from and he's going to be like take me to bed right now like I I like the little uh, office manager guy who's who's super scary looking but really, like he, every once in a while, when he opens his mouth, sunshine and rainbows come down. <laughs> <of> only <laughs> the cutest things happen. The and he's nearly got a thing for the, the older secretary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? So there's our other side couple. Mm. So I think that's the thing with this, as far as rom-coms go. There's lots of other side couples yeah. that they can set up that they're 
already setting up. There's at least four couples yeah. in this ready made, ready to go. And so, yeah, they get together and you need some drama. Well, then we'll bring in Mama's Boy and Timid Girl, or we'll bring oh in. And I just, I love the actor who's playing the Mama's Boy. Like every time I see him in something, I get so happy because he is so cute. And if you like see him in interviews and like on variety shows, he is just the cutest, dumbest little guy he's ever seen in life. That man in the kitchen that I was talking about before, he yeah. was in that as like married to this woman and they had like a Brady Bunch kind of family thing yeah. going on. Like oh, he was so good. It was so beautiful and he's like such a good actor, but he's and so that, stupid in real life. Like stories into it. He's wow. so dumb in real life. Like you have to watch variety shows with him. Like you're like, how are you alive? Like he's basically <laughs> the male version of her character. Like, <laughs> Oh, he's, he's no. like, oh my god, like, but he's so pretty. So, well, that, see, that's no. how he's that's how he's succeeded. Is, is he still <laughs> single or does he? Oh, does he's he still single. He's still <laughs> single. Yeah, no, his, he, he's uh, obsessed with uh, Doramon and has like a huge, like, I almost, if he was more self aware, it would be an embarrassingly huge Doramon collection. <laughs> and then there was like another episode, I think. I'm pretty sure it was Infinite Challenge again. But anyway, they had they had him on because they wanted to do like a competition between basically the, the celebrities that are known for being most clueless about everything. <laughs> and they like had him in and somehow within like four minutes of him being in this cafe meeting him, he had so- somehow gotten like this white chalk dust all over him and they were like it's the idiot sprinkles like like, like, i don't know what happened like like it's just it was it's so he's just so ridiculous and he was on the manager and it just like followed him and his manager going to this like nerd meetup for like middle-aged men who who have like collect like gundams and you're just like oh no Not that we're judging that, because that's no. cool. Do you. I, Whatever I, you want to do, do you. We are not people like, to judge other people's hobbies. Because <laughs> we have, we have a problem. Because you know, like, so. then the panel will be, like, try to, will be, like, try to sort of, like, you know, make a few jokes about this. And he, it's just, like, they go over the head. Like, he's just like, hmm? What? Hmm? Like, he's just like, <laughs> Unlike her character in this, he's both pretty and a good actor. Yes. He is good at what he does. Good actor. Like, he can I play a smart character. different things, and he's always a different character. Yeah. He's always, you know, and he's good at it. So, he's he was pretty amazing and talented. He was in Let's Eat as, uh, I think he was a lawyer again. Yes, but, he was. Yeah. And I actually stopped watching that. It was about half, two-thirds of the way through, because I really, really liked him. And I thought, no. she's going to get together with the lead, and, like, her lawyer boss is a way better match for her and I just I was like I just and at some point it was like I was trying to watch it while I was on the treadmill at the gym and seriously watching that show while you're trying to like <laughs> not, no it's it, just all delicious looking food no I'm like wow that pizza looks super good right now I'm gonna eat pizza when I leave this treadmill but he's I really know. good in rom-com so I'm really excited about that uh, side couple there yeah, I mean, it's not that... a confirmed side couple yet, but he saw her get embarrassed by the dude at the subway. By the way, I just have to say, 
next to Alhambra. This was the most shamelessly open subway plug I have ever seen. And oh, I was like, no. impressed. The plugs <laughs> like, are so good. Like, I love, I'm hoping that all of those things are actual, like that they're doing actual product placement because it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautifully well, done. Like, every time there's something that needs a product placement, she was in a commercial for it. And so yeah. she reenacts the commercial in the middle of the show. And it's well, perfect. Like, it's just perfect. I think the laptop CF one, was I think they're trying to do Samsung. Oh, yeah. yeah. Samsung. Yeah. But, but they're probably but, trying to anything that they can get, you know? Like, yeah. Maybe they couldn't get any, like, electronics, but they could get that chocolate bar, you know? Yeah. That so, drink, obviously. Yeah, the drink. <laughs> I love it. Like, I, I always kind of like when they make product placements, like, super obvious, like, or they try to, like, make it sort of funny. I think my favorite I ever saw, it was Subway again, and it wasn't in a K-drama. It was in the show Chuck, because at one point Chuck was going to get canceled because they couldn't get funding, and Subway was like, we'll just give you all the funding you need. So Subway essentially made the like second season of Chuck. So at one point, like the store manager, like go is in his office and he has like a sub and he's unwrapping it. He's like, Oh, I'm so excited to eat this six inch chicken teriyaki <laughs> sub actually made at Subway. And he's like, Oh, like, and it was just like so obvious. I was like, Yes. <laughs> it's actually interesting because at the beginning of the show, the, the subtitles had, there are indirect and product placement advertisement in this show. Like, as uh, right before the show started, I was like, well, of course there is. There isn't every show except for Stego. Like, what is your point? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, this is our first rodeo. Yeah, I, yeah exactly, right? Like, oh, there's, there's product placements in Korean dramas? What? I was, I was unaware. <laughs> I thought it was, it's funny you said, except for Sagux, but there was that um, Chinese one in the last few months that had pizza. <laughs> pizza I need to see that break. scene. It, would, it oh, will break my brain like, whenever I see that. Oh, I, it's like, I get it because like you need to get money to make these. But on the other yeah. hand, come on. Come on. Come on. Like, wow. This bread with tomato and cheese is quite tasty. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I wonder who invented it. Like, the thing is, that could have really worked. Cardboard box. <laughs> they, they could have done that like in 100 Days My Prince and it would have felt okay. Yeah. Like if yeah. they did it decently, we would have just laughed at it and it would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hi friends, it's Jesse here. Uh, technology happened and the last bit of our recording got cut off. So here I am having to end this on my own while I'm editing. Uh, thanks again for listening to us ramble on about rom-coms and dramas. Romance is a bonus book and touch your heart. You can listen to us on a bunch of different places. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. I think that's it. We are also on all the social medias at Certified Nunas, uh, although we really, really, really like Twitter, and that's where you're going to find us the most. You should also follow us because we've been doing a lot of, or hosting a lot of watch parties on Rabbit, and they're not always planned, so hint, hint, there might be one coming up soon that you might want to partake in, and we'll post it on Twitter. So yeah, (laughs) thanks again for listening and bye.